Alrighty, well, hey there, young adults. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're gonna keep this to our hopefully under 10 minute conversation, but we are going to tackle light and darkness today. Yes? Yes, it's winter time, it's a good time. Actually, what was it, was it last year? Was uh, Jesus was, is the light? Oh yeah, we had the- The whole series for Christmas. Oh, it was the year before two years, that. Two years ago? Yeah, okay. two years. But uh, yep. yeah, we're gonna be talking about uh, how we respond mm -hmm. more so. So, you know, John 1, 5, the light shine in the darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it. Um, and this was actually brought up because of a conversation I was having with a young adult, uh, Vance, and he was talking about how um, his new job, he has to deal with people outside of the church a lot more, and he was working at a restaurant, and this guy came in and was just really angry, rude, just complained about everything, wanted to sit in a certain seat. It wasn't um, open to be sat at and, you know, complained, wanted to see the manager, you know. But Vance was talking about how he felt the Lord told him to pay for the guy's meal <laughs> afterwards. And he was like, oh, man, you, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. It's easy to pay for someone who's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder. And so, but he did, you know, being yeah. obedient to the Lord and trusting the Lord, he did. And then come to find out afterwards, the guy left them a great Yelp review. Yeah. And so it was, it was kind of funny. It's like, oftentimes when somebody pushes back at us or, or comes at us with darkness, you know, anger yeah. or anything, we do one of two things. We typically either respond in kind and, mm -hmm. and continue that cycle or we N just... Not in kindness. Yeah. We respond in kind, in just like kind, they're yes. doing. <laughs> yes. Or we hold everything in and don't respond at all. Mm -hmm. But like what Vance did was he actually responded in light, you know, the complete opposite. And true to that, to that verse, the light, you know, shined on the darkness and the darkness could, comp could not comprehend it and it overcame it. Yeah. And the guy ended up, you know, softening his heart and yeah. actually writing a great Yelp review. And that's something I think we need to, as Christians, start focusing on more is when I think we do a decent job of not responding in anger to right. anger, you know, but we don't do a good job of, of always responding with light. Mm -hmm. We tend to just not respond at all. You know, yeah. when we do the Christian thing, we keep my mouth shut, which is great. It's yeah. good. But I think that next step definitely is to respond in light. Yes. Yeah. And it reminded me of, uh, there's this super black paint. It's, it's the blackest paint you can get. And if you paint a room, they, it's a YouTube video. And if I can find it, I'll drop it in the uh, young adult thread. But it's a super black room that they painted inside. And they, they turned a light on in it. And usually, even in, in a black room, because we're sitting in the, the youth auditorium right mm -hmm. now. And the ceiling's painted black. But a lot of that light still reflects off sure. of it. This super black paint it does not reflect off of it. It is the weirdest thing. So all you see is the light on and it shines out a little bit. And if the guy moves like three feet away from the bulb, you can't even see him. Wow. It just crazy. absorbs so much of it. Yeah. And so um, that's why we, we need to be the light everywhere. Yeah. Because we can't just have one bulb shining somewhere in an yeah. area because the this area is so dark. This mm -hmm. whole world is so dark that it, it's not like it's reflecting very far. Yeah. 
So we need to make sure all Christians are, are reflecting that light or turning on our light more and more so that people can see the pathway to Jesus. Yeah. Because just the one light in that darkness, if you're close, you may see it. But if you're far away, you're not going to. And that's why we need all of those, all of the, the church body to shine light in that darkness to really light up this world. Yes. And I, as you were talking, one of the things that popped into my head is that because I, I often think about people that say they're Christian but then there's no fruit, you know, and, and so you think about, okay, then are they really light? Like if you're, if you can, just because you say you're a Christian does not mean that you're, that you're carrying the light of Christ. I don't mean it to be harsh, but, but I look at it, and when I hear a Christian did this, or a Christian did that, and I'm sitting here going, oh my gosh, please don't put the the descriptor of Christian in front of that person's name, because that is not a representation of Christ. And so I guess I would probably challenge you to, to challenge yourself. Am I Christian? Am I really reflecting the light of Christ? Because there's sacrifice in that. There, I guarantee you, Vance, probably his first reaction, because we're all human and, and have flesh, was not like, oh, sweet, what a great idea, Lord. I'll go pay for this guy's meal. You know, all our flesh starts to go, What? This guy's being a jerk. I don't want to do that. But but the godly person goes, wait a second. No, I heard you, Lord. I'm going to trust that you have a plan in this, and I'm going to submit to what you want to do. But So I, I think that we often, in, in general, can say, well, I say I believe, I believe in Jesus. He died, rose again, and they think that that makes them a Christian. The word actually says that if you... Say, profess that with your mouth, confess that the Lord, that Jesus is Lord with your mouth, and do what he says. <laughs> we often just say, eh, I'm going to leave that part out. I'm just going to claim him as my savior, and he's saving me from hell, and I don't have to worry about anything else. No, there's a follow-through. It's why the many will say, Lord, Lord, and I prophesied in your name. I did all these things, and he shuts the door on them. I, the, it's those, like, I sit there, and I cringe at that verse. I cringe at the thought of, okay, Lord, no, clean my heart, create in me a clean heart, make me hear when you want me to do something, kill my flesh, I want to follow in obedience to what you want me to do, because I want to show my light that's in me, that is you, and do what you want me to do, so. No, definitely, and I, I, I think that's why, too, we are called to go out and make disciples, Yeah. not pe make, just make people aware of Je who Jesus is, mm. so, like, we that's get that, good. do you even know Jesus, bro, like, do you yeah. know Jesus, when people are like, yeah, I know who he is, yeah. You know, and some actually um, believe he is who he said he is, yeah. but they don't follow him. Like you yes. said, they're not obedient. Yeah. And, and I think even some of our evangelism has been watered down to that too, of just making Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Oh, okay, well then just, you know, confess that he is your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. But like you said, then there's no follow through yeah. with it. And so I think too, we, we as, as definitions are changing all over the place, you start to see Christian as being anybody who knows Jesus or yeah. believes in Jesus. Yes, and that's well, not. You know, Mormons believe in Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Islam believes in Jesus, not, but not, not the as Jesus Lord. who yeah. is in the Bible. And, the, and nor the, are they exactly, obedient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there is this, this, uh, this gap between knowing who Jesus is and then following him yeah. and listening to him and obeying yeah. him. Yep. And that's why I love, too, like just that word Shema in, 
in Hebrew means listen, but it means it's more than that. It's listen, understand, and obey. Mm -hmm. So when he says, listen, Israel, Shema, you know, and he goes through and, and says everything, it, it's, it's stuff we're supposed to not just hear it, but take it in, understand it, and then obey and, mm -hmm. and walk it out. And so um, I think we need to be able to do that more often if we are going to truly um, bring Jesus back into yeah. the United States, into California, in this Bay Area that we're in, instead of just an, uh, a knowing, a superficial knowing of who he is. Yeah. But that knowing, understanding, and then following and obeying. Well, and, and that's how we're going to crush darkness. That's the only way, is, is through our be obedience to Christ. And I would even challenge you during this holiday season, yeah, there's going to be emotion that comes up. There's going to be difficult family members. There's going to be disappointment, like ask yourself, okay, or ask God, what do you want me to do in this, Lord? Try to crush some of that flesh, because that's what kind of can rear up and, and almost stop the light from shining. So. And, and oftentimes, as, as Vance demonstrated too, and points back to our last message, there's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. He sacrificed his pay yep. to pay for that meal. He had to sacrifice any pride that he may have. Yep. Uh, this guy is... is you know, being a jerk. And the desire of his tongue to, to lash out. Because I know me, I would have been like, oh, can I just, can I say my opinion on this? <laughs> let me enlighten yeah. you. Let me, let me share my thoughts. <laughs> but there is, there's that sacrifice Good. and it's yeah. not easy. So, um, you know, we didn't actually intend this to, to point back to yeah. that last message. But if you haven't heard that last message, I, I yeah. suggest you go back and, and listen to where the sacrifice isn't easy. There, the sacrifice means that we are giving up something that is, that we hold dear. We're crushing the, the darkness in us yeah. in order for us to be more exactly. reflective in our light. I think that's a good place to leave off. So right. um, until next time, be the light, crush the darkness, and enjoy your holiday. <laughs>